What's up, failures, and welcome to the Chicken Hut, a CNC fancast. I'm Noah, joined by my co-host. Nick. I was trying to go for like a like an Undertaker thing there. Was oh, that yeah, wrong? Yeah, yeah. No, that's, I feel like it didn't work very well. If you being the Undertaker is wrong, Nick, I don't want to be right. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to the show. Um, it's actually been yeah about what like a minute and a half since we stopped recording our last episode. Like I think we really did just hit stop and then hit start again. Pretty much. I mean, we, like, yeah. But it'll feel uh, it'll feel much fresher to you all, y'all. Right. Y'all's so it, it it does feel weird sometimes when we do these like split episode recording days where it's like I'm we're you know I'm I'm saying like the hey you know what's up failures and like doing the whole thing but it's like it feels like we've already like shot the shit like we've yeah. already like used up all of our good like joking around you know there's that segue that's the thing material. though that 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 is an endless vein that can be mined at all times yeah but the, but you know but then oddly enough because we started today recording the second half of an in progress episode we didn't really. We didn't really get a chance to do that. How are you? How are you today, Nick? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. You know, we're, out. we were both up way too late last night. We yeah. talked about that. Yeah, and for no good reason. No, it's not like either one of us were having a great time. No, it no. was just like we'll just stay up late. I was just sitting there wondering why am I not asleep? Yeah, and that was keeping yeah. me awake, which yeah. seems very uh, like a self fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> like I'm I'm so stressed about not sleeping that I can't fall asleep. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, that's not where I was. I was playing video games until. Like one o'clock in the morning, and then I was like, "Man, I should really go to bed." Well, I, but I, mean, I was so amped up yeah. from the video games yeah. that there was no way. I should say though that that is how I get where like it, sometimes my brain just has a tough time shutting off. But I've got I've kind of gotten to the point where I know like I can feel like mm-hmm. look this isn't happening, and like yeah. it's it's torturous to try and sit there for like an hour or two hours, which sure, feels like yeah. ten hours yeah. when you're just trying to sleep and and you're not. So when I feel that, I kind of just don't fight it anymore. Like, I'll just go down, you know, because, like, obviously I don't want to keep anyone else awake. So I'll just go to another area of the house and, like, yeah. watch a movie or, you know, dick around on my phone or do whatever it is I'm doing until I'm, like, so exhausted that my body just forces me to yeah. mer- mercil- mercifully <laughs> yeah. go to sleep. Yeah. So, you just got to, like, run your eyeballs into the ground. Yeah. You know? So we're both dragging a little bit today. A little bit. We're both red dragon today. Oh, Thank you. Thank yeah, you. because Thank you for, Falcor. You right? know what? That was more than that joke deserved. And no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It yeah, was, no, don't argue, a, don't argue with me on that. That we was are, pretty. That was. Hey, I'm not bringing my A game today. Clearly, this is like my C, solid C game at best. You're that, the D game. That's what you're gonna get from me today. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get the D from me today, <laughs> Nick. That was not as bad. That was pretty good. Maybe yeah. there's hope for me yet. I mean, you know, I kind of lobbed you that one too. That's, that's you know, true. Like that's, that was, I was that's that's what that I was, was going like for. T-ball. And I mean, if anybody wants to lob Noah some dick pics, uh, our Gmail. Jesus Christ! What is? What, <laughs> why? Why? It's become like ever like you just you will not you will not stop until my inbox is flooded. With dicks. That's where I'm at. Yeah, as like a as like a person in my, this is the point in my life where I'm at. Yeah, I'm I want it, your inbox filled with dicks. I'm glad that it fills one of us with joy because it, <laughs> it's filling the other one of us with dicks. Have you gotten a single dick pic though? I'm not going to comment on that because if I do, it's just going to make it worse. <laughs> it's like a T-Rex. Nick. Yeah, if there's you, no if, there's no good answer. If is you there? Move, if you stay because really if you still, say no, I haven't gotten any dick pics. People are going to be like, I'm sending the first one then. So like I try to and like, then, <laughs> but if I, you're like, I've gotten so many dick pics, it exactly. sucks. It's people loop. are going to be like, 
oh man, I really got to flood him now. <laughs> yeah, that's a lose-lose situation. You, you backed baby into a corner, Nick. God I did. Damn, are you happy you backed I, me listen, into a dick corner? Just, that's, oh my God, it's so good. Because anyway, what do I do? Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, chicken, well, like, if, I, if I fight against it too hard, people are like, oh, well, now we got to do it because it's, yeah. it's you know, become yeah. like a thing to do. Yeah. But, but if, uh, fuck, but I, if you I, don't, no. then, I mean, they're definitely going to. Yeah. No comment. I'm just going to stick with a hard... <laughs> hard veiny the rock no hard <laughs> yeah like a rock hard triumphant veiny throbbing no yes. no comment. Throb, that's, yeah that's, that's the descriptor i was missing okay i think we've i think we've successfully fulfilled our obligation to talk nonsense for at least a good five minutes before we get into the content sure what do you think are we i mean we... monster hunter world did just come out i could not possibly give less of a shit about monster hunter really world. yeah do you, really, you really don't truly. you don't play a lot of video games though, i i play i play in a in effect, I play no video games. Okay. It, I'm not like I'm not like anti video game. No. Yeah. It's just something I never. I got off the bandwagon at like SNES. You know. Like, Fair. Like I am. I am hardcore about a couple Super Nintendo games. Dude, how fucking cool was the SNES Classic? It's all, and I have it. You, oh. I have it, and I hacked it. Like I've got a. Ton. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Because the, you better believe I was not buying something like that without getting Tetris Attack on there. Um. I have a copy of Tetris Attack. A hard dude, copy of it. And I'm not I'm not being facetious, okay? Because you know how I hate the misuse yeah. of the word literally. Right. I am literally, comparatively speaking, I am literally better at Tetris Attack than I am at anything else in life. I'm not. I'm, this, I'm not making a joke, Nick. I'm not making a joke. Um, no, that that's that's fucking awesome. You can ask. I, you know, like it's just something I I got like like disproportionately into when I was of that age, and it's just something that's never gone away. I like, I've thought about this before. It's really weird how, like, I, my mind works in really weird. We're both odd dudes, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, I have this weird, like, dream, or I guess kind of like daydream that I'll have sometime where I'll think, like, if there was some, like, Armageddon type of situation, <laughs> and, follow me. Now, go with me on this journey, Nick. And somebody said to me, like, some, you know, archangel of death, like, you can live or die. You need to pick, you need to choose one thing that you need to to win and if you win you you live it would it would, i would say in you know just a totally random person anyone in the world that i have to like compete with somebody in some way to save my own existence it would be tetris attack and it wouldn't even be clo- <laughs> nothing else would even come close that's amazing you know it's just one of those things that's- that's, that was this was well worth going down. Audience, this trip. you're learning you're learning things about your host Noah today. Uh, any anyone who wants to play me in Tetris Attack, fucking bring it. Yeah, because um, they're gonna get smoked. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, put a, send them home in a body bag. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of people just who are like like literally like professional video game type type of expert people who could beat me. But like, sure. I in my that life, doesn't count. In people, yeah. in terms of people who I know in practical reality, there's no one who could even. Yeah. There's no one who could even. Come. Maybe my little brother, because when we play, that was because he was the one who kind of got that good with me. But um, typically when we play, he's rusty enough that just for whatever reason, I I retain it. I think better. Yeah. And I have an SNES Mini Classic, so like I can play it more. But, nice. um, yeah, no, dude, I, I, I will stomp a bitch in Tetris Attack. <laughs> Are we good? Is that you know what? So I'm thinking, like, what Nick, is it? What is it that I do that I that I would be that what's confident? What's your thing, in? Nick? What's your special thing? Nothing. There's, There's nothing. There's nothing that I am that confident in. Or oh. if like the angel of death popped down and was like, "Hey, you're certainly much better at magic than I am." Well, you, but, but okay, but so this is an interesting hypothetical, Nick. Because if you're, if we are saying that were to happen, yeah. you have to pick something. Yeah. So like, think about it. 
my luck is so bad that I can't rely on. I mean, like, listen, here, here we go. So magic, right? I went to GP Indy mm-hmm. a few years ago, mm-hmm. um, was playing Naya burn, the zoo burn list with, um, wild, wild McCoddles and shit like that. Okay. You're like, I don't even know what nope. the fuck you're talking about. But I'm pretending but, that I do. Yeah, sure. But uh, the deck that won GP Indy was that deck. Yeah? The, the differences between his deck and my deck were, were like probably one or two cards. Negligible. One or two cards. And like the biggest differences was I was running like the black red fetch lands and he was running the black white fetch lands. Right. Or the red white fetch lands. Well, like it's, a, it's not a big difference. From a game theory perspective, I'm sure you're just as capable of, of piloting the deck. So what yeah. you're saying is that basically you, the, the cards I have the shit you. luck. Yeah. I have the worst luck in the world. Well, when the angel so, of death comes and says you need to, you know, like, oh, what is it? Uh, the, what's that song? The devil went down to Georgia. Yeah. You know, and then they have like the fiddle kind yeah. of. Like that's, I guess that's maybe like the best parable for what yeah. I'm saying. I get, I I get what you're coming from. I, I don't devil. know. Who, what would you battle the devil in, Nick? I don't know. Maybe a pizza eating contest. Dude, there are much <laughs> worse things to be good at than, like, than that. So when I was in college, I ate two large Domino's pizzas in three minutes. That is pretty impressive. It was fucking bonkers, man. That is bonkers. Um, and I well, want a year's supply of Domino's pizza. Our audience is going to want to know. And you know what? And I'm going to pose this all Maybe that's it. to you. I want to hear. Like, what is what is your thing? Like, what is the one thing that if you had to fucking fight the devil yeah. to, you know, save your soul, what would you What would you do? What would be your thing? I, we've hammered you know into what? the ground. You know what it would is. be for, my, for me? I, I would love to know. It would be getting people to send dick pics to <laughs> chickenhotpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Chapter 35, <laughs> Caverns and Creatures 4, The Phantom Pinas. Uh, yeah, so let's, yeah, let's, let's dig into it. Let's, let's dig into it. This, this was fun. We had our shenanigans. Let's, come on, Nick. We got, we got work to we do. Have serious, we have serious, serious, serious shit. Serious Hobbit meets, what did he, what does he say in there? Jumanji meets, Hobbit meets The Hangover. Oh, yeah. Is what oh, yeah, he says yeah, yeah, in he his official taglines, yeah, which true. is like. You know, we call we say Jumanji and South Park. I think that's good too. But, and done, yeah, D D meets Jumanji meets South Park. Right, yeah. but but you know, the whole like the Hobbit meets the Hangover. It's got that alliteration. I like that too. Yeah, it's good. And it's it's, it's good. It's a little more succinct than mine. Right. But uh, yeah, so back to the books. We're into chapter thirty-five. This is the home stretch on book four. Yes. Um. So we've got uh, we're we're starting today with Randy returning to the tavern with his new disciples, which, I mean, like, if they could not be more clearly painting Randy as a Christ-like figure, yeah. the fact that he's got, is, is it 12. literally 12? It I think is it literally 12, 12 yeah. disciples. Um, and I think they actually refer to them as disciples. He does. If I'm not mistaken. He does. Um, so he comes and, and warns of the war, you know, to come. Um, and he basically says, like, oh, by the way, um, you're all drafted. Like, I... Yeah, you, you know, you're because, in. Because Frank and them, like, they're like, no, no way, man. And he's like, ah, uh, yeah, you kind of, you know, for one thing... Uh, the king issued uh, an edict that you're all required to fight, and if you don't require to fight, you're technically breaking the law, which would require me to take action. Yeah. So awkward. <laughs> so, so everyone is required to fight. No one could see the fact that I pointed to the left. Yeah, but you did. But I did. So, and now they know. Now they know. There's further discussion on whether or not Worcester is Mordred. Again, we've we referenced in the last episode that, like, obviously we've finished oh, the book. Oh, this is where but they this still is don't where know. Randy comes in. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And Denise and is, Denise is the in the basement, just pummeling the shit out of. Yeah. Just out of just dick slapping the piss out, piss out of Worcester. Just, he's still not waking up. Right, and he's still unconscious. Right, and like we get it now because it's it's a lifeless avatar. Like Mordred's yeah. just you know yeah the lights are right. on but nobody's home. Right. Um, but yeah, Denise is just going straight medieval on Worcester. 
which Again, I would this, say this poor gets Worcester, back to but... what we were talking about with the cops thing, man. Like that's true. You know, like dirty cops doing bad shit, and Denise is that. Dirty cops know? be dirty copping. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, we hope it don't be like that, but it do. Yeah, and obviously Denise has got a lot of frustration to take out on top of the fact that she's already a terrible, you know, right. corrupt cop. So yeah, it's and uh, Randy doesn't Randy's like straight up punch the fuck out of Denise, slugs her right in the face, yeah. and then everyone's like. Oh, so you're a wife beater? Yeah, and Frank. This, I love Frank. Frank yeah. is awesome, and it, I think it's interesting um, and sort of telling that Frank is the only one who finds something suspicious about that. Because right? yeah. everyone else just is like, oh my god, they feel bad for Denise. Of right. People. They're like, oh, you poor thing, and they kind of huddle her away. But right. Frank's like, wait, 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 wait. He's like, what's going on? And and you know, Randy, virtuous as ever, won't out Denise. Right. De- you know, he knows that Denise doesn't want people to know. Um, but Frank's like, wait, you're a paladin. Yeah. You could not have possibly punched her like that. Yeah. If there weren't a good reason because right. you still have your powers. Yeah. You know, and Randy's just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh Frank's like, all right, I'm gonna leave it alone, but just just tell me, there's more going on here than than what meets yeah. the eye. And he's like, There is. Yeah. And that's I just think that's cool. Yeah, I thought that was great. I thought that was um more of that whole like the game rules meeting the books rules right. and creating an interesting situation like narratively right and frank's Uh, very perceptive in that way sure absolutely it was interesting to see how many other people weren't exactly because yeah no one else else notices is is ready to believe that randy is some like wife beating hick right you know i mean like listen i was ready to believe he was some creepy pedophile you know like i and it just yet again speaks to randy's character both literally and figuratively because i don't think that it would have been in any official way against a paladin's code for him to say, to want to defend his integrity. Like, yeah. he could have said, no, 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 I had a good reason to punch him. He could have explained the whole thing. Right. Especially because it would have been the truth, and right. the paladins are all about truth. But I think that this is one of those things, I'm always going back to defending Randy, because I, I just love Randy. I'm like, no, that was actually just something he, I think, my contention is that he just decided to do because he's a good person. Yeah. That he 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 understands that Denise is in a lot of pain. Um, he does not approve of what Denise was doing, and he punched the shit out of him and settled that. But he's like, I'm not going to embarrass him, mm-hmm. her. Uh, you know, I'm not going yeah. not gonna to out her, even though I so easily could, to prevent people from thinking that I am a domestic abuser. But right. he still chooses to sit on that information. Yeah. Which I think just is, you know. It's really interesting. It's very interesting. So, and I, I mean, also... Like, it doesn't... There is... There really is no benefit for him to cover that up. Right. I mean, and like to the point where everybody else in the tavern sort of knows what's going on down there. Yeah. It's a, to, it was, to the point where they have bards playing yeah, loudly. Yeah. You know, it was like, a selfless act, though. For, it was for um, Randy to to basically suffer that indignation and not take the easy way out. I guess even when it would be permissible under my interpretation of paladin rules that he could... and not just you know the interpretation but like of social norms. Sure, you know, yeah. Here's a torturer torturing. Slug exactly, him. And, like... and you know, and I suppose it probably does help that Frank makes it clear that he understands because I think Randy kind of takes solace in knowing that there's someone there's someone who gets that yeah. I'm not that you yeah. know, and I think that makes him especially because Frank's the leader. Like, yeah. who else needs to know but Frank? You know? Right, and I think Frank does send Randy and his paladins or his like his disciples, disciples. off yeah. on their own. Yeah, and that that's probably for the best. 
Yeah. When when all the shit comes down. Yeah, and I, I think it's they're obviously very pissed at first, and it's been a little while since I actually read this content at this point because of our week delay. But um, like I remember thinking by the time this chapter wrapped up that they were surprisingly not upset about the whole drafted thing. And I think there is some discussion where they're like, well, you know, Mordred's coming whether we fight or not. Yeah. And, you know, at least we'll have the king's army behind us if yep. we do it. And so I think that kind of is like the way to smooth that over. Right. Which is kind of weird because they start the chapter with that being the thing that like Randy is kind of like forced them against their will to be kind of conscribed into the king's army. Well, I don't think that Randy forced them. Randy didn't well, the king, like, yeah, the king forced them. The king is forcing them. Yeah. And Randy is is the messenger. And they are one hundred percent shooting the messenger. Yeah. Right? That's fair. And you know, and it's okay, but I mean and they, they do end up being conscripted because Randy lets the king know who they are and what they can do. But he does threaten to basically like arrest them yeah. if they don't comply. Yeah. Right. Which, and I guess his paladin honor compels him to do that well i mean the king gave him an order and he has to do that yeah, right that's, that's the law that's you true. know and paladins are lawful what are you gonna do guys my hands I think, are tied i think my son is lawful you think so i think so that's a good problem to have yeah. oh, okay as, right. as someone who's chaotic yeah, well, that, well that's 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 fair nick but i think most parents but would no i argue. think i think you know but it's it's weird because he does like he's he's hardcore about the rules yeah and if I'm that, there's a rule, I'm that way. I'm that way. If there's a rule, follow it. Right. Because there's that's there for a reason. Right. And he's he, like, okay, I, I bud. feel that way about rules. Go I, ahead. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Okay, dude. Yep. I'm like. I that. mean, you know. Sure. Yeah. Your your son and I would would get along well. I I'm think, sure. Yeah. In a board yeah. game sense. I mean, you know, once he's a little older and all that. What is this anarchy? Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. Oh God, yes, please. Mm. There's rules for a reason, Nick. Mm. What? What is? Why? I don't. I don't understand what's happening right now. Mm. Are you just like, like, like being spontaneously aroused by the concept of rule following? Just gone. Just all of them gone. Okay. Cats and dogs laying together. Hey, I'm gonna keep talking about the books now. Hey, what's up? You can just go over there in the corner. There's some Kleenex. Um, yeah. Just do whatever you need to do. I'll I mean, keep talking. We established in the last podcast that I don't wear pants while we record this. So. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. But that just goes without saying at this point. I mean, really, it's, I'm surprised it took us this long yeah. to establish that. So moving on, Tim, hey. the next chapter, Tim returns to the horse, which is weird because one chapter to the next, they're both at the horse head, but it's just yeah. like an immediate jump in time. Usually, I, I don't know that, that that's ever happened. We're like, we'll switch chapters and we won't go somewhere new. Like, it seems like Bevan almost very intentionally makes it like, okay, if it's the end of a chapter, then we're going to go see what's going on somewhere else. But this chapter chapter to chapter is interesting because chapter 35 ends at the horse head mm -hmm. chapter 36 begins at the horse head but right. once everybody is gone right um because tim returns to find it empty he thinks that it's like so quiet doesn't he like think they're gonna like murder him or something yeah because he knows they're pissed at him yeah and he actually thinks he's about to like walk in like joe pesci and goodfellas i don't know if you that's there's a scene where joe pesci walks in and he he thinks he's walking in to like get his like ceremony to become a made man but he walks in, and as soon as he opens the door, he sees like basically the lack of any indication of that being the case, and it dawns on him like half a second before they shoot him in the fucking head. He just goes, "Oh no!" <laughs> and they shoot him in the head. So Tim thinks he's Joe Pesci in this situation. Sure. But he walks in, and all he finds is Wister, right? Right. And Wister comes comes too. Right. And he's quickly. got a bag full of Arby's. He's trying to make things right. Yeah, that's right. With he's Arby's. actually showing up with with you know hat in hand with right. He's got the meats. Yeah. But there's no one there. 
the he hot, finds whiskey. The hot beef. And he thinks he's doing like this great thing because doesn't he think that he puts it together pretty quickly that Denise must have had something to do with this. Right, because it's in Denise's basement. Everything's gone except for the dildo. Right. And here's this like battered, bruised, tied up, bound, gagged person. Child person. Child and, person. And because Tim knows better than anybody that because he's been victimized by by Denise and he's like oh yeah. man I see what happened here I'm gonna I'm gonna be the hero I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna set this person free right um and doesn't he ultimately conclude that the reason everybody's gone is because they must have found the dice found Mordred right and returned home and so like, left yeah and so left can, him there exactly and he can hardly be blamed for not suspecting that this bound and gagged gnome or halfling whatever mm-hmm. whichever um how could he really suspect that it has anything to do with Mordred when he just got done concluding that Mordred must have already been found. That Mordred, yeah. that the, the gang is home. That he maybe they'll come back and get him. Maybe they won't. Because yeah. doesn't he say at one point he's like, "Yeah, they'll come back and get me." Like I know they're pissed at me, but they're not. Yeah. They're, they can't be that pissed at me. Right. So he's like, "Well, whatever. I'll just fuck around, eat some curly fries." Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is this guy doing here? Right. I'm gonna be a mensch. I'm gonna let yeah. this guy go. And... Well, he goes downstairs stealthily. Right. I think he throws a knife at the dude and misses. Yeah, doesn't he? He's going down stealthily, but he like he's like. Hey he guys, yells, I'm coming hey! down. And then he walks down. And then he's stealthily. like, "What the yeah. fuck was the point of doing that?" If I was, so right. yeah. And so then he, he tosses he tosses Wister a, a roast beef sandwich. Yeah, and Wister Wister, I mean Mordred, obviously, yeah. almost breaks Maybe. character yeah. too, right? Because he's almost like, "Wait, where did you get?" Uh, oh yeah, yummy. This That's... is this is the like he almost breaks character there. Yeah, and then he breaks character when he says thanks, Tim. Yes, I noticed that too, and I didn't care enough to rewind it to listen to it again but i thought like wait tim never introduces did, did he himself say his name was tim and like no and then i kept waiting for because and that's got, when i was like that's fucking mordred too right is tim gonna notice this and he never does and but when that happened i i was like oh, wait a minute is the mordred like did mordred literally make a character named mordred who right. is one of the lieutenants of Tim and Bloods? Because obviously, as you're reading that in yeah. real time, you still don't know about the Avatar right. concept, right? But you know that that elf was Mordred, right? You know, so it's like, wait, right. what is going well, on? And here? I know that he's Mordred because that's what he calls himself, right? 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 I mean, like, well, like we talked about, he literally flies down from the sky on a dragon, saying, "Prepare to like for the wrath of Mordred," right? But so... yet. Yeah, there's, I mean, but you know, and then in fairness, we know now in hindsight that it was Mordred. Yeah. But I think even as that conversation is going on between Tim and Wister, we still don't know that for sure. Right. You know, there are these clues that you're right. describing that something is not right with Wister. Right. But uh, it's only later we find out that, yes, Wister is in fact another, they're almost like Horcruxes. Don't you think that's kind of an apt yeah, that's comparison? Yeah, cool, yeah. To the point where I almost even thought that it would have been interesting if they had made that comparison in the books, you know, because the characters of the books are aware of Harry Potter. Sure. Presumably Harry Potter exists in this in this universe as a, as a series of books. Could be. Um, but yeah, that's how I thought of it, because they, they mention at one point, um, and we're jumping ahead a little bit, it's fine, that like, oh, there's there's eight dice. And so there must be eight avatars, and it's like these. That's what it thinks. It seems like Horcruxes to me. Yeah, yeah, and you know when Tim, when Tim fucks up, finally, like truly fucks up. You mean like at the end? At end? the end. Do you want to? Well, that's a big one. Do you want to come back to do, that? Let's come, let's wait. Yeah, yeah let's, let's wait. Let's, okay. Because let's, let's, we we're getting into the home stretch here. Okay. So, let's um, talk about. So Tim, let's the battle free. for Cadinia. Yeah. So we go back to the king's keep. Um, the king is you know kind of freaking out, splitting his attention between the orcs storming the city and the phantom Pinas and the dragons. He's not really sure which one to you know. Right. He's freaking out. He's just freaking out a little bit. But he is on the walls. 
yeah, that's watching true. the whole thing unfold, Which and there are orcs like storming his gate. He's closing the gate. There are people outside. It's very emotional. And the orcs are zombies. We find out that the the orc, um, the green beam. Yeah, the it orc. also turns townspeople back into zombies too, because they yeah. it's the orcs are killing them and they're rising up. Right. Which is horrible. And isn't that kind of like because like at first. Um, there is that that brief reveal, and it's a red herring. But they're like, "Oh, the orcs of Shallow Grave are turning on turning on us." But then it's like, "Oh, well, no, it's because they've been turned into zombies, right?" Is, am I getting that right? No, no, no. The orcs of Shallow Grave went out in the same markings as right. the Mebgasher, right? But they went in to infiltrate and then start tearing apart the orcs. So it's, of a, so it's like a double. It's like a double. They're Trojan uh, horsing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're that? like, "Hey, wait a minute. We we do look like them." Hey, right. we can infiltrate. Hey, let's infiltrate them. Right. And then they do. And then, you know, and they the come king back. king is a fool forever having doubted them. Motherfucker. Yeah. Goddamn oh, racist bastard. That's right. That's right. He gets what he deserves. So, you know, shit's going crazy. A and defended I, city. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, uh, the king is kind of like, all right, dude, it's fireball range, you know, um, Gooswaddle, it's your you, it's your deal, man. Yeah. Step up, and it, you know, obviously, I think we're we're meant to believe at the time. There's no way that's going to be that this simple, yeah. right? You know, like uh, Gooswaddle is is confident, but he he does the fireball, and there's like like a force field or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he even says, ah, I I worried that that might be the case, um, and that's kind of the end of that chapter. So then we're doing like these hard cuts, these very short chapters, and these hard cuts, basically like the whole perspective is this battle, kind of mm-hmm. simultaneous right now, but we're just checking in on like where the various groups are on the battlefield, right? So we've got the king in the keep with, with um, Randy and them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go out to Stacy, Dave, Julian, and Tony the Elf, who have st- all, all up until now been making their way back to Cardinia, and they're kind of on the outskirts, right? right. Like they're still kind of surrounded by the army. Um, Stacy uses their ring of invisibility to kind of ferry them through the army to the yeah. city gates. And that's basically all that happens in chapter 38. So unless you have anything you want to say about that. No, I, um, I thought it was interesting that, you know, they, the whole group was like, there's no way Stacy's that strong. Right. After watching her nearly beat Cooper. Right. In, an arm, in a harm, arm yeah, wrestling Even when contest. he's raging, he, yeah. she puts up a fight. Right. And, yeah. and then she just, you know, has no problem running Dave over and running everybody else back over. I think like yeah. they really are underestimating her, but she is overestimating herself. Yeah. She believes she is a hardcore fucking badass. So, like, somewhere between what Tony the Elf thinks of her and what she thinks of herself is is probably the reality. truth, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and I think that this is kind of another one of those, like, um, game mechanic uh, dissonance types of things. Sure. Because they are still from the real world. Right. And I think to look at Stacy, you wouldn't think, well, she couldn't possibly, you know, she couldn't possibly be that strong, but that's not how the game works. That's right. not how D and D works. Right. You know, whatever you roll for your strength score, right. that's your. strength score. It doesn't score. matter what your character looks like. Right. Right. Unless She's as strong as Cooper. Charisma. Like mm-hmm. you'd look at her and you'd look at Cooper and you'd say, "Well, right. that doesn't make any sense." Yeah. But they both have 18s for strength. Or is Cooper's is Cooper's 20? Cooper is. I, I thought like an Cooper adjusted was score. Of, I, don't, I don't know. I thought I really that he rolled know. an 18 or put an 18 in strength, but then he gets a plus two. He might. I'm not sure. Whatever it is. They're both really fucking strong. They're both strong, ridiculously strong. But Stacy wouldn't look that way. Right. And I think sometimes it's tough for people like Tony the Elf to, like, to, I guess, you know, process that. Right. You know, anyway, but she is. Yeah, she, she is. She is ridiculously strong. She gets she gets her done. And she does it. Yeah. Good so then, for her. So then we go to check in on Cooper and Ravenous. Um, 
who are, are still kind of, you know, jetpacking their way back towards Cardinia. Cause at this point they're still on the islands. They, right. they, like Cooper runs in, like the, the boat just kind of like crash lands on the island. Um, and this is like a really kind of pointless chapter. I really, I liked this chapter. It was pointless, but I liked it. I didn't dislike it, but yeah. like by the time it was over, and this is again, the second time I'm reading these books, but I was like, what the, what the hell was the point of that? This is, this is what I was talking about a couple books ago about fluff F- filler right yeah and there are moments where it feels like filler but even as filler what's like it doesn't even feel like particularly compelling filler could could they have could that whole chapter have been cut out probably yeah okay cooper makes his way back to cardinia but like he, that's... but i guess the important piece that he finds out at that island is how to get back to cardinia right because he figures out he has to swoop around instead of going straight through but and that could have been just as easily explained without that chapter by virtue of the fact that Ravenous could have led him there. You know? There could have been anything. I mean, you're right. That is the only thing of consequence that happens in that chapter is yeah. that Cooper gets these direct... Like, the guy, like, says, like, oh, well, I was almost going to kill you. We were going and to I kill you, but to. we decided not to because she didn't want to in front of the children. Right. Because I got, five I, to I, got four. Like, I got, like, outvoted <laughs> by one or yeah. something. And Cooper's just kind of like, oh... Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, see ya. So, get her, better get her be hitting the old dusty trail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm going to mosey on out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and he, so he does, right? And so he, off he goes. Geysers away. Right. They shoot arrows at him and throw spears at him, but he geysers away. Right, because what does he do at the very end? Doesn't he do something at the very... Like, he geysers the, yeah. the guy. He's yeah. like, oh, it's good for, like, washing off assholes or something yeah, like Yeah, something that. along those lines. And then, yeah, sprays the ground and geysers away. And then off he goes. And it's like, okay, yeah. great. Sure. That and was chapter 39. Yep. So, um, chapter 40, we're back to the battle. <laughs> We've got... Um, Chaz and Tanner and Catherine, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of, you know, because you've got Stacy, Dave, Julian, and whoever in the one group, but then you've got Chaz and Tanner and Catherine, and they all run into each other mm-hmm. on their way, I, I assume, on right. their way into the city. So now we've got the, the first time that the two groups, or that groups start to come back together. Right. You know, right. that like the T, like the T, T2000 or T1000. Sitcom-y, everything's going to be the same at the end of the 30 minutes. Wait, time out. This is important. Is it the T1000 or the T2000? You understand? I'm talking about I know Terminator what you're, 2. Yeah, Terminator 2 is the T1000. Because that's what I... I said T2000, and then as as I said it, it felt wrong rolling off. Wasn't like, that, that the lady Terminator right. from Genesis or whatever? No, was that was the, part 3 with the lady. Was that... Well, she was the T2000, No, I think right? she was like the X something entirely. She wasn't even different. a T? I don't think so. What the fuck? But what I'm, Get what your I'm, naming conventions together, fucking robots <laughs> of the that's future. Right. What, I'm, what I'm struggling with is because I said T2000 because I'm thinking, well, the movie is... T2, it's Terminator 2, so it must mm-hmm. have been T2000. But then I said it, and I thought, no, actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the T1000, yeah. which I'm only, my entire fucking life is a, a lie, Nick, because I'm just now realizing that makes no sense that it's Terminator 2, but it's the T1000. That makes no sense. Are James you, Cameron. Are you okay? No, I'm not you're, fucking okay. You're really upset I, right I, now. Do you I'm, need a hug? This is like, a, this is, I've been operating Listen, my here, no, no, no. Okay, life. hold on, hold on. Let's calm down. What calm the down. hell? Take a deep breath. Are you okay? Now hear me out. It might be called Terminator 2 because it's the second fucking Terminator movie. But then why not just make the, <laughs> but then that's, why not just make it the T2000, Nick? Riddle me that. Because because then they'd have to make 1,999 worse ones. No, no. I reject that. 
<laughs> you don't have to you don't have to have a model number for each like there's a series like it's the one you know the t1000 series like the roombas i know this about roombas because like there'd be like the roomba 610 or there'd be like the roomba 690 and like they're all part of the same series okay ah uh, god damn it I'm, but like i mean okay but iron I'm man tired. iron man he uh the mark he has the marks the mark and 10, each, mark each mark is the next time he built a built a robot right well that's how tony stark does it right and i feel like tony stark and skynet are probably of the same intellect right you know so i mean maybe it was the thousandth robot where they finally got the liquid metal to work right but i would make the same argument that if we're talking about iron man that like if they were doing if they were doing also liquid metal how fucking goofy is that it is pretty goofy, which is kind of what started this whole tangent is like all the groups melding back together, yeah. like the liquid metal. Thanks for reining me back in. But, but okay, but I mean, nanobots, that makes sense. But, but what I'm saying is like... that because in the first Iron Man, well, I guess because is, is, does he consider, does he consider the suit that he makes in the cave, the Mark one? Yes. So that like, is the Mark one. So like even the first proper, cause I was going to make this argument that there's parallels where I would make the same complaint where like Iron Man two ought to have began with the Mark two. Cause that's it was like the makes... Mark 46 or something like that. No, not in, in Iron Man one. two. Is that Iron Man three? I think it's Iron it's... Man three where it's like, you know, suit jamboree. Yeah. Where there's like 50 okay. of them or whatever. Okay. But you're right. Cause I think right. in the second, the second one, one, it's just the suitcase suit. That's right. that was the big thing in the second right. one was the suitcase suit. And, um, doesn't he, he turns over the first suit, like the Mark two. And that turns into War Machine. Well, okay, so let's let's really get this right, Nick, because we are, after all, an Iron Man podcast. Absolutely. So the first suit is in the cave, right? Yeah. So that's Mark One, and then he makes the first proper um, Iron Man, Iron Man suit. suit yeah. So that would be Mark Two. Right. I think the next suit he makes is Iron or is is um, War Machine, because I think it's even referenced at the be- at the end of the first movie that like Rhodey sees it. And remember there's like that moment where you think he's gonna, and he like, he kind of quips. He's like, ah, oh, ne- next time, baby, you know? And it like foreshadows war machine. Okay. So I think that's Mark three is the war machine doesn't show up until the second. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That, that like, it's very, it's very directly. I don't remember when, the end you know, the last one. time I watched the Iron Man movies, mm-hmm. we're talking when they came out. I watched every single MCU movie, um, in anticipation of, um, infinity war. Yeah. Yeah. And there's actually a podcast. Uh, these people don't know me from Adam, but I'll, I'll give them a plug anyway. There's a podcast called countdown to infinity where they do other podcasts too, but they started this kind of limited the series. Loading ready run guys. I don't No, I don't think so. They're, I think it's called Delphin pod. It's like okay. the name of their company or okay. his company, the guy who runs it, but they did this limited series, um, about it was called countdown to infinity. And what sure. they did is they, they did an episode on every MCU movie in order. Okay. So it's like what, like eight, 18 or 19 or 20 episodes. It was really good. But it's I, honestly, there's a lot of fucking Marvel movies at this point. And it was a lot of fun because that's like, I found this podcast because I was just obsessed with all things infinity war as I was anticipating this movie coming out. Did you read the comics? N- no. Did you go back and read like the old comics? From I, the I never was really a comic reader. Really? I was always, I, I, I would say that I was as into comics as a person person can be without ever actually reading them Fair. if that makes sense because i was like super into like the x-men cartoons okay um i did like the marvel trading cards i was pretty hardcore into oh, that those for were a while so, cool. so and like the backs of the cards i, was ca- I carried you know, a fucking dazzler card forever because my brother like handed it to me no shit 
Oh my god! I'll have to maybe after we're done recording, I'll show you because I still have like a good deal. Like of all the old ones from ones. Tops and all that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the just obscenely good art. Yeah, that's yeah. why I loved them. Yeah, my I'll brother, my brother used to buy those. Like, yeah, yeah, and I, remember, I thought they were cool, but I was like, yeah, I'm not going to buy those. Between the cartoons but... and just my love of movies and pop culture in general, I, I like I said, I don't think I've ever read probably a single. Well, I read a couple graphic novels like Thirty Days of Night. Those I think began as comics. Yeah, and anyway. Um, I, God, I, how did this, how did we get here? Bread Jesus? Uh, not yet. No, we, the T-1000 and I lost T-1000. my mind That's and then we the, went to Iron Man. You got really upset. Yeah. Are you, do we need to talk about that? I think we just did. I think Are I'm going to be I'm, okay. I think I'm going to be okay. Okay. Let's finish the rest of this book. All right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so, so the, the two groups come together. I don't know why I made this note or why it made me laugh so much, but in chapter 40, there's a hail bop reference. Do you remember that at all? There, yes, like, I do. I, there was a fucking podcast about it and I listened to every goddamn Hale-bop? episode. The hail bop comet and the people who killed themselves. No, I didn't the know cult? that. Send me a, send me a link to that. Oh my God. It's I, great. Holy but shit. They're like, they're like looking at the Pinas or whatever. And I think <sighs> they just said something like, it looks like hail bop. And like, I remember laughing out loud, like, wow, good deep pull, Bevan. Like yeah, you don't for sure. Don't hail bop anymore. <laughs> but as soon as he said it, I was like, I totally remember that. Cause that, that was, was those are the heavens gate people, right? I think, I think you're right. That they thought there was like a spaceship. Yeah. Hail bop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Holy a podcast shit. About yeah, that? There fucking was dude. And it was really good. It was about like people joining cults. No shit. Nick, yeah. if you don't find this a show for me after we're done recording. I think it was called Heaven's Gate. All right, well, I'll find it. Um, so yeah, and this is this is also the chapter where MacGyver Tanner um, takes How down the dragon. I fucking talk. I was talking to everybody about that shit when I listened to it. The Tanner stuff, taking down the dragon. No, no, Hailbop. Oh, and you're still on Heaven's that. Gate. Yeah, I'm not done. <laughs> I'm like, I'm no, Tanner like... killing Tanner killing the dragon with the fucking immovable rod was hey, legit. Yeah, it, was, it, was it was super cool. It was awesome. But listen, Colts. <laughs> yeah, this, that's where that's where my love lies. Sure. I mean, you could argue that we've started a call. We we have some very passionate fans, Nick. Yeah? Very passionate fans, yeah. You know the only real way to belong to the cult? By the merch? I don't think that's what you were going to say, but I think once I said it, you were like, that's totally what I should have meant to say. <laughs> no, I'll just let you have that one. All right. <laughs> buy, the, buy the fucking merch. Buy it. So yeah, uh, Tanner takes down a dragon. Ba 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 ba. Yeah, so, and, but Tanner does it, so nobody gets XP for it. But Tanner, who's Dick an move, NPC, Tanner. Dick move Tanner. Like even Julian. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Right, you're, you're totally right. Because it's it's not it's not a baby. It's not an adult. I don't think it's um. Do we know what level Tanner is? I mean, oh. Fucking high after killing a dragon. Must have a high intelligence score at least. Gotta be. Yeah. I mean. He's very much so like a bro rabbit, right? Or brer rabbit or I mean, bro rabbit. I don't know how to fucking say it. I mean, he definitely it. lays waste to everybody in that wagon without breaking much of a sweat. He he does. You know, that's going back a ways. But... It does. Yeah, he's but he's he's Bugs Bunny. Right. He's tricksy. He's smart. He's fun. Right. Everybody else in the world seems to be Elmer Fudd. I mean, he fucking Elmer Fudd's the dragon. It's pretty legit. It's a dragon. That is pretty legit. You know? Yeah. Like, well done, sir. Yeah, well done, Tanner. But, so we don't know what level Tanner... Somebody listening to the show, um, fact check me on that. If you know what level Tanner is, or if there's ever... Yeah, if you know what level Tanner is, send a dick pic and the level that Dan is that sounds to awesome. yep. Chicken Hut yep, Pod. Great, yep, great idea. Great job. Um, so we're on to chapter 41. That, so this is this kind of like... this. Speaking of Infinity War, this had a very Infinity War-like feel to it. 
Um, yeah. Because we start chapter 41 and it's like, wait, what? Like everyone's dead. Yeah, everyone. You know? They're all dead. And obviously we know that it all gets kind of magic wanded away, but yeah. we don't know that at the time. And at the yeah, time it's Rose. like, I think that Bevan does a good job of, Rhonda. of making it seem just drastic and severe enough to believe that it's real. And like, yeah. obviously we know we're in Dungeons and Dragons and like everything is kind of reversible. But like, it's not like he kills Julian and Cooper and Tim. Like, cause, cause then we'd know like, well, obviously this is t- totally temporary, you know, like it would be obvious, yeah. but like a lot of people die and I'm like, Oh shit. Man. Yeah. Like this is some, some catastrophic stuff. Um, Frank's dead. Right. I think, yeah. um, uh, Stuart's wife is dead and yep. uh, a Stuart's lot of other pissed. people are dead. Gus, yeah. the gay half-orc, Yeah, yeah, dead. yeah. And it's looking like there are only moments Rhonda. left before the, the castle is, is taken. Right. That's kind of where the chapter ends. It's and like, you know, I think they climb up a rope. Yeah. Goosebottle well, has a magic rope. And the king says at one point, like, what What else, what is there to do? And, uh, or yeah. no, Randy says, like, what else can we do? And the, the, I think the king says pray and he's just being flip you know but yeah that winds up being the the solution right and i i uh i stopped taking notes at this point because yes. full disclosure i just listened to the rest of this book last night as i was trying to force myself to go to sleep so i just listened to it i thought fuck it this the end of this book is so like banana pancakes crazy i don't need to take notes on this this like, is this is where it really goes goes sideways i'm going commando i'm free balling this was uh so and randy so randy, randy prays, prays right randy prays and his jesus prayers Christ. are and he even says like isn't it funny because like i think there's some narration which i've come to just kind of accept that the narration is not just like voidless narration it's basically the subconscious of the pov character right because yeah because the narration is, is always in line with yeah the POV. that's that's the thing that that's that was really difficult with the first book because we were pov because you, you mentioned that yeah because you mentioned that a couple yeah. times like that like even the narration was racist or whatever right or, or homophobic or, yeah and i we never came back to that eight right. episodes later but i kept yeah. meaning to point that out yeah it, it is you're right and that's like okay i get it the narrator yeah going the narrator is the pov character's either subconscious or just their internal monologue kind right. of thing. So anyway, it's it's Randy. And I don't remember if Randy actually verbalizes this, like as a character, or if it is just his internal monologue. But he even says as he prays, I have a feeling that this prayer is going to be answered. Like he yeah. feels it, right? Yeah. Like he knows as he's doing it. Right. And I wanted to ask you about this, because this is a big, uh, not gripe, but a big question I have. What What explains this? Like what? Like what is there to support this happening in terms of the game? Randy the, the is rules the, of the game. only follower. So that's what does it. That's the that's it. if he is the at that point in time. He's the only. He's not just a level one paladin. Right. He is a level one paladin who is an avatar for a god. He like has the, basically the full might of the, the which is deity. why he's able to cast lay on hands a thousand times right, a right, day right. it's why he's able to heal as much as he's able to heal right you know i mean he doesn't try to fight he doesn't try to you know turn undead or anything like that um so we don't see that that power manifest that way yeah we only see his power manifest in healing right right so um now here's what i'll you say know, like so, and he is he's just that that avatar right i think you're right okay and i think because i think we're probably both remembering the same line because yeah. there is a line after the fact to sort of to, to, to i think to address just that yeah. because someone says like oh well now after this there'll be like a million paladins and you'll just be one of you know you'll one be of one many. of many so and I, and I was like okay i didn't notice that the first time i read the book 
but the second time I caught that. And I was like, yep. okay, so that I guess that that's is meant it. to be like an indirect explanation. Right. But I still had that question. Like, yeah, I, that's is, fair. Like, is there something in the books that basically like explains, well, if there's only one paladin, then you get more power or like that you, cause it's a miracle, right? Like that's basically, isn't there a spell called miracle? I, I, I don't it's like, know It's that... like one of the most powerful spells like in existence. It's like I a think that gods spell. are allowed to manifest whenever they want. Sure. Well, that makes right? sense. And, you know... And because Mordred's not controlling the game... and I, Asking for divine intervention... Sure. ...to a god when you are the only person whose prayers are... Yeah. Know, ...that god is hearing... Right. It's and probably going to come down. Mordred would have never allowed that, but isn't there a line about that too where they're right. like, well... You know, left to its own devices, the game just interpreted it this way, right? And so this is what we got, right? So here it is. It's, it's the Pitts, the Pil, the Pillsburg Doe Child. Yes. Which I didn't understand <laughs> that. Did you get that? Because <sighs> at first I thought, hear me out. Like at first I thought, wait, maybe I missed something. But then they kept saying it. And I thought, well, maybe it's like a copyright thing. That's honestly what I thought. Like maybe they're just like really Bevan is just really intentionally not saying Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah. But then. As soon as I thought that that must be it, they do say Pillsbury Doughboy. Like yeah. later, they reference it by name. Right. So I'm like, well, wait. it just it was like inconsistent it, the way it, that they referred to it. Like was it just Denise like fucking it up and getting the name wrong? Could and have been. They just kept repeating it. I don't remember who said Pillsbury Doughboy Pillsburg or Pillsbury Doughchild Doe or like anything that. like that. Like I don't remember who said what, but but god damn it i mean like literally that's god so damn it. fucking funny i was i don't think there's and like that. okay so let's let's unpack this I, I yeah let's unpack this so we've got america where there's fast food restaurants everywhere restaurants everywhere bars everywhere places where you can eat or drink fucking everywhere right right like fucking everywhere going to india it is not like that there like, they are not fucking everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, the abundance of food in America is insane. Like, we have so much. Um, so for Goosewald to show up and see that abundance of food, it made sense for him to think, like, okay, these are food worshippers. Right. <laughs> I never thought about that. I was one, And frankly, even as you've been talking, I was like, where is... I'm not sure exactly where you're taking this, but that makes a lot of sense. And so then when he saw the, the Pillsbury Doughboy... Right. Like, on TV. Right, or wherever he saw it. And that's the other one, right? Is, like, if they're on TV, if they're on a billboard, like, that's a place of honor or in what society, is, what right? Is Julian or someone says, like, he just saw him, like, on a package of a bit Because he associates not just food, but specifically he associates Jesus with bread. Yeah. And so, like, maybe he saw the Pillsbury Doughboy on, like, a on a package of, right. you know, like, what are those compressed cardboard, like, croissant things? Yeah. yeah or whatever. Yeah, those are those are rad. Which are really way. fun to open. They're amazing. It's almost as good as bubble wrap. I like to roll those out and then, like, put other stuff inside them and then fold them back on top of themselves. So, they like, make, like, a nice big pocket of food. That's it's amazing. Weird. That's cool. I mean, yeah, broccoli and cheese and chicken. So it's kind of so tier. it's so it's very reminiscent of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man uh, appearance, right? You know, at least right. that's how it all goes down. Right. It is very much so Stay Puft, right? And they and, say that at first, don't they? Right. They, they think right. it is the Stay Puft like, Marshmallow that's Man. That's not the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. No, it's the new god. <laughs> and then he's God. It's Jesus Christ. The holes in his hand that sprayed blood wine. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. That was horrible and beautiful at the same time. It was amazing. I mean, and I was really interested, and obviously I've read it, so I knew that you know we that we prevail. But like, even as I was listening to it again yesterday for the second time, I was like, wait, I don't remember. Like, 
what happens with with the doughboy and the pinas? Like, yeah. you know, like I, I was really like eagerly anticipating that um, confrontation, and it really, man, oh man, like doesn't he like? It was short. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. no trouble at all. I mean, he turns Tim and Bloodsoul back into a person because Tim and Bloodsoul talk some big some big game. He was a lich. He's not. He he's was not undead. intimidated by Jesus Christ at all. Yeah, and then he becomes a human, and he's like. <gasps> I'm a human again. And he's like reevaluating his whole life. And in that yeah. moment of reevaluation, just a chop <laughs> like 80 fucking arrows in the face. I loved it. Arrows, spears, lo- crossbow love- bolts, darts, knives. <laughs> this is, this is Bebonetta's best too. Right? right. Because like, I, like I said, I was really eagerly anticipating this giant, um, like almost like a Megazord type yeah. of thing, like fighting this giant, like, um, evil floating pirate ship. Yeah. And, um, the climax makes perfect sense how yep. he, how he does it, but it, it was completely unexpected. Even though yeah. the, all of the, the the clues were there, because sure. long before Tim and Bloodsoul is splashed by the wine, the blood wine, it had already been very explicitly shown. Yes, the blood wine brings the dead back to right. life. It removes the vampirism from cat. Yeah. It um, brings all these other people. The orcs turn back from zombies into real people. So, like, really, we ought to have been able to anticipate this, but yeah. because I was just so wrapped by the story mm-hmm. by the time it happened i was like oh shit that makes so much sense that's yeah. so smart yeah it was kind of like the killing millard it was yeah. reminiscent of that where like i i, I right. didn't see it coming at all but i loved it and it made so much right. sense and so we've got two big bads right that have been foiled by divine power right and it is essentially the same story right right yeah hoisted by their own petard pretty much and i just love that like he's, he's like you almost think for like half a like literally like half a second yeah that he's gonna be like oh i'm you know i'm human i'm i'm safe but like no it's like <laughs> <laughs> and he is like he has made pinhead in right. very short order right and it's it's, it's well, so well done he's dead it's so well done yeah that was and great. i mean like i don't remember what happens with the boat i know the dragons get all drunk and then beat up like well, because the dragons were undead too, right? No, it, no, they the were dragons, zombified in some way. I don't remember them being I, I'm, zombified. I'm, I'm, I'm quite certain just... about this because when they drink it and they they, they vomit or whatever, and um, I don't remember which character it is, but there's a character who says like, "What's weird about them? Oh, they're alive! Like that's what's weird about them." No. So I think that that's or maybe they're just talking about the ones that they had previously slain. Well, I think I think it was one of those like, wait, so all of these zombies when they get hit by the by the wine are turning back into humans. Living people, yeah. But these living things that are alive when they get hit with this wine are getting drunk. But but that's what I'm saying. Like I thought that the inference there was that the zombies, or that the dragons were also zombie dragons. Yeah, they were puking and stuff because they were so hammered. Well, right. Yeah, that doesn't mean they, they couldn't were... have also been zombies prior to that. Because I'll have to go back. Listen, I, if, I, you're, I, if you know for sure. I'm not 100% if it was a dragon, sure. If the dragons were alive or not. Send a dick pic and the answer to chickenhutpodcast at gmail.com. That's a, that's a great solution, Nick. Yeah. So, yeah, that was bonkers, though, right? It the was. Whole, it was ridiculous. Thing. It was awesome. It was great. It was so funny. Yeah. Well done. And High then, five. You know, and the book's not quite over yet because no. that, that whole thing happens and it's amazing. But then I was, I was like, oh, well, clearly this is going to be the end. But no, the, we've got more because we've got Tim. We've got Tim back at the at I almost said the chicken hut, but we've got Tim back at the whore's head. Yep. And this is where we get all of all of the explanation. Like yes. all of the answers come. 
um, as far as explain who is it? Uh, is it Ravenous? Because I think Cooper shows back up. Yeah. And it's Ravenous who explains to everybody yep. like, yeah, this is what he kidnapped me. Yep. I found I out about these eyes. avatars. Yeah, I yep. took one of his eyes. We find out the elf and such. Um, but yeah, that's the whole explanation. And then Mordred like sort of gloats a little bit from his seat. Yeah, all cocky. Yeah. And then Dave, like, you know, Dave for once ever is helpful and like he's like what about command could just we could just use command and then like you there's a description of like mordred's like whole demeanor just like sinks yeah because he because the game rules he as the dm he would not have allowed that exactly but in the game rules that's that's an option he's slave to the rules just like everybody else right you know right you know so yeah that's i really like that and um but then god damn it stacy and julian and Someone mentions, is it Mordred? Is it Mordred who yeah. shows that discontent? It's yeah. like, oh, well, where is State? Because he knows. Right. And, he, knows. and he doesn't just say like, oh, how about Stacy and Julian? He like rides that rail he for a while. He just is too. like, oh, they're probably banging right now. And this is probably, this is it kind takes of a like, long skinny tool. <laughs> this is like Tim's comeuppance for the, um, the popsicle trick. Don't you kind of think that like, because there's that whole thing yeah. in the first book where yeah. if you thought about like that dichotomy where, where Tim tricks Mordred and like totally plays him like a fiddle. And this is like, yep, this is the tables being turned, right? And Tim right. getting a taste of his own medicine because right. Mordred plays the shit out of Tim. He and, does. And Tim plays right into it. Yeah, he know? does. He does. And it's, it's stupid. Yeah. Tim fucks up hard. Yeah. Like uh, hard. really hard, really like, hard. Well, and at the time, I'm getting this a little out of sequence because I think when Tim does, when Tim does slice um, Wister's throat, they don't know yet that there's seven other shots at the apple, right? right? Because that's that's why everyone is so disgusted and like mortified. Right. But then Ravenous comes in and is like, oh no no no, it's cool. You guys have at least like six more shots at this. Right. Right. Am I getting that right? Yeah, something like that. That I makes think... more sense. And they're like, yeah. we're, we're, like, well, you're still a piece of shit, Tim. Yeah. You know. Well, he's gone before, I think, Ravenous shows up. Ravenous shows Did, up. No, 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 no. No, because he gloats. Because Ravenous shows up and is okay. like, yeah, no, the elf the elf was, maybe it's even someone more than that. Like, maybe it's Stacy who's like, no, that the elf was Mordred. Yeah. And and then Tim's like, oh, was that Frank? You yeah, know, that's an apology. right. And yeah. Frank's like, I'm sorry. Look, I can admit it. I was wrong. But then Ravenous shows up. And it's like, no, 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 you both got it wrong. Yeah. Yes, they were both Mordred. Yeah. And there are also six more Mordred. Yeah. So that's where we, the reader, are kind of like, oh, okay, all hope is not lost. Here's clearly what we're, this is setting up book five, right? right? Like this is right. going to be the new quest. So the, the new quest is find all the Mordreds. Find the Horcruxes. Right. And, and then... The Morcruxes. <laughs> the fat fuck cruxes. Yeah. And then, I guess, kill them? Well, I think the plan is to just gather them all up because he has to be in one. Right. Right. Because, like, they have this plan to do the command, and then right. it doesn't matter because Tim slits his throat. But as of right now, they only know for sure of two of the avatars, and they're both dead. Right. So the plan is well, like. Well, one's you know, dead. No, isn't, aren't they both dead? Wister. Oh, Wister escaped. Wister escapes. That's right, because Tim set him free. And Wister may still be in Cardinia. But he may not be. But what does it really matter? I guess if, if Cardinia's huge, it doesn't. No, matter. no. I mean, even beyond that, because if Mordred knows that that identity has been compromised, then right. he would like just bury Wister in a hole somewhere and just switch to somebody else. But then he'd lose one of his. I mean, that's as that's as good as it being dead. But why would he still continue to occupy the body of Wister, knowing that it's the one form they're looking for? Does that make sense? It, it does. It does. But it, it it's also like. 
it's also cutting off your nose to spite your face, right? Like, you're losing resources. You don't want to lose your resources. Does Wester have that many resources? He's got more than zero. But we don't have, well, you don't have any idea what resources you're the right. other six have. I, I don't. I'm just I don't playing devil's advocate And you're right, but... But more like Wister is still something useful. A player character, even a level one player character, is still powerful. Yeah. In the game of Dungeons and Dragons. Sure. So Wister, even if he's compared to a peasant, yeah. But he can right. only, but he can only occupy one at a time. Sure. So like so like why occupy literally the only one they're looking for? Because they he doesn't want them to get it. To get Wister? Yeah. But like I said, you go bury yourself in a hole in a field somewhere. They'd never find you know like or if he just jumped into the ocean. I suppose. And switched over to one of the other six. But if he, he if he jumps into a hole in the, in the ground, if he goes into the ocean, whatever, he's killing that one. Right? Right. So he loses that resource. Yeah, and I'm not saying he should kill himself, but I'm saying, like, why, like if I were in Mordred's shoes, the first goddamn thing I'd do is find somewhere secure and unfindable for all practical okay. purposes. I see what you're saying. For, for, to you're not saying, stash you're not saying dive into a hole. No, but you're I'm saying, saying stash, but I'm saying if he can only walk around as one avatar at a time, Worcester would literally be my last option. Like I would you know put what? him somewhere where, yeah, in a dungeon. Yeah, exactly. In a dungeon. Yeah. Or just go, meet go. up with one of his other avatars to for, like put him in a bag of holding or something. Well, he would die. What do you, yeah, you're right. He would. But if you, if he goes into a dungeon, he gets chained to a wall, and then he disappears. Then he sure. switches bodies, and that one just hangs there. And it's yeah, safe. That's true. that's true. You know, and he can come back to it eventually, but... Are are they breathing? Do they establish that the... Car- that the, the, the um, yeah. Unused yeah. Av- so that's a, kind of an interesting question, because, like, does that mean that they still need to be fed? Does it mean that yeah, they still I think require so. nourishment? That's Which means that Mordred has to play all five characters, or that's six characters, point. or seven characters. That's he a has great to play point, all Nick. of them. Because he has to periodically check in and, and make sure that they're all sustained. Right. That is really interesting. Yeah, he can't just, you know, he can't just he, dig a hole and hide in it. Yeah, that's He's got to really, play those things. You've, so you've, you've won me over, Nick. That's a very right. fair point. So but he can't he, kill but Wister still is clearly the one that he needs to be the most That is the with. weakest one. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, because his sure. face is, he's he's known. Right. So yeah, that's where we're, so what do you got, well, Nick Stradamus, what, do you, what are your thoughts? First of all, what are your thoughts? Closing thoughts on book okay, four. Okay, closing thoughts on book four. I thought it was fun. Um, I thought that, uh, like Tim's explosion, Tim's explosion made sense. Yeah. In the context building of the to this for a while. Um, I don't understand why Julian is so loyal to Tim. I just don't like, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I think that's just part of Julian's, I guess, character, you know, sure. like he's just, he's, he's part of the team. Tim is, Tim is part of the team. They're all in this together and he's just a very loyal guy to a fault. Maybe. To a fault, you know, yeah, yeah. I think I think it might be a problem, but um, as far as like what's going to happen next, like I feel like, I mean, Tim, Catherine, and Tanner sort of walking off is going to create another sort of narrative line. They're going to catch back up. I mean, they're not done and gone and and dead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the horse head people and. And Tim, Catherine, and Tanner are going to end up it's because they they're working towards the same end, right? Right. They want to find Mordred and get the fuck out. But holy hell, did Tim dig himself into a hole with that crowd? He did. Yeah, he did. And his actions have have consequences, right? And obviously, I, I can't all that imagine will, will come up in book five. I can't imagine that Tim is going to like. I don't think that the Horsehead crowd are murderous assholes so they're not going to kill him 
you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I don't even think they're going to look for him. But if they come across each other well, in trying Frank, to... Frank kind of says as much, doesn't he? Like, he just says, just leave. Just yeah. leave. Because, you know, they do find out that even though Tim Tim didn't know it at the time, Tim thought he was stranding them all there for eternity. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Frank apologizes and is like, yeah, I guess I was wrong. But he's like, just just leave, man. Just leave. Don't ever come back. Yeah. You're, you're no longer welcome here. Right. So, I, yeah, I don't think Well, he... and that's still within the the rules of the horse head, right? Mordred was a player character. Well, yeah. You're not I allowed mean, to kill player characters. Because just, just on the notion that you're making the point that you don't think they're looking for him, I'm saying like, yeah, that's I yeah, think made they're pretty not clear. That they're just like, yeah. get just, just fuck off, you know? Yeah. yeah, you're right. And so I, I don't think that they're going to have a lot of... They're going to interact. Right, too. clearly. I mean, like, they're going to come back around. Um, I don't know that Tim's going to redeem himself in book five. Right. He, I mean, I, I doubt it. I sincerely doubt it. Um, I don't know that Tim's going to redeem himself. Right. Ever. You know, um, he's... I don't know. I don't know. Um, Not all characters have to have a happy ending. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And, I mean, Tim needs some serious changes. I mean, is he going to further alienate, like, cat and tanner right possibly right and tanner doesn't i mean tanner doesn't know tim from a hole in the ground right tanner just i think has got a boner for cat absolutely you know absolutely can't blame him especially if if cat's anna kendrick right and i mean like i think cooper said like hot vampire boobs anna kendrick if you're a fan of the show just just do me a favor and let me know anna kendrick if you're a fan of the show go ahead and send noah a dick pic at... you know what? you're not even laughing that is that, the, that is no <laughs> Anna Kendrick has my full blessing to send me anything she wants. Okay. So yeah, so Tanner Tanner's with Cat, right. Cat's with Tim. Right. Package deal. Yeah, and okay, fine. Um I don't I don't really At this point it really does seem like it's going to be Hunt the Horcruxes. Right. You know, that like start of book seven of Harry Potter. Right, and then, you know? and then Bevan is not really shy about setting that up. You know, like that's that yeah. is cl- clearly the next logical step in the story. I don't know what's what Randy and Denise are going to be doing. Have you gotten because you like we've referenced you started book five a little bit. Right. Have, have they touched on Randy and Denise? No, because I frankly don't even remember exactly what what they're up to at the beginning of book five. No, they they haven't talked about Randy and Denise at all because they book get in five. Some, they get in some shit. They I'm get sure. in some shit like. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, everybody does. Sure. Right? I mean, like I, I've said before, like book five, like I think books, uh, books I'm... three, four, and five are progressively each one the longest in the series to that point. Okay. You know, they just keep getting longer and 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 better. Um, I don't want to say too much about book five because obviously you're just barely scratching the surface. But uh, yeah, there are some very mixed feelings about book five. I'll, okay. I'll put it that way, and you'll have to finish it before you can really appreciate what your opinion is on that. But I can tell you that book five is kind of divisive in the CNC community. Interesting. So I hope that whets your appetite. Okay. Lubes you up a little bit. I mean, yeah. To slide book five on in there. Hell yeah. I'm excited. Are you excited? God. Are you? I mean, are you finding yourself to the point where you like really are like whether we were doing this podcast or not? I'm enjoying. I'd, these I'd books. finish this series. I would keep going yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd finish the series. That's tepid. You know? That's. I mean, that's it's an endorsement, but it's a little <laughs> tepid. I mean, it's. It's a it's a time situation, right? Oh, sure. Where like sure, sure, sure. if we weren't if absent, if you weren't absent that if you weren't forcing me to read the book once a week, right. I don't think that I would at gunpoint fin- at gunpoint literally at gunpoint. Yeah, Noah has stood behind me, forty five caliber to the back of my head, 
fucking read nerd yeah and, and i'm like merch. sitting there like oh my god please and I have a to the point now where like I'm, that's kind of how i prefer to read sure you know but if you had all the time but in the no. world to sit on a beach in a hammock like you would you would yeah. you read these books yeah, of I would, your if, own if, I, if i had all the time in the world to read books and i wasn't just you know like constantly trying to improve <laughs> my craft as a teacher um right you know and also play monster hunter world but I mean, like <laughs> but i mean like I feel like that should be like an excerpt that Bevan puts like on the back of his next book. Yeah. Like it's like the most ringing. I guess if I had all the time in the world, <laughs> I suppose I would read these books. Yeah, I mean Nick, I, Nick Dance. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the that's like the quote. Yeah, that's the one. I really didn't want to, but Noah made you know me, what? No, and I now mean, they're like, all right. They they are good. They they're are good. Really and fun, like, man. They're so they've funny. They've been a lot of fun. Yeah. And getting to like goof off and talk about them, that's been a blast. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's really... I think that's probably what's made them the most fun and the most interesting is, you sure. know, is this. And goofing off and messing around and, yeah. you know, joking about, about these things and sort of building the community around it and seeing the community that's been built around it. Sure. And sort of, you know, sort of we weaseling our way into it. Sure. Um, it's been fun. It's been fun. And I think maybe we'll save it for, for one of the book five episodes, but obviously we're getting very close. Um, and Bevan himself has pointed this out to me to where we are outpacing the series at a pretty significant pace in terms of, you know, we are covering content at a much faster rate than Bevan is producing content. Yeah. Um, you know, which goes without saying it takes a lot longer to write a book than it does to read a book right for a couple a of nerds to digest it right? but um yeah we're gonna probably you know nick and i off the air we'll start having some of these conversations i've already made reference numerous times to some of my ideas of where to take the show right once we do inevitably eclipse um the main series novels i think it's our hope that by the time we finish recording and airing which are two different things um the book five episodes that perhaps book six will be out on Audible by then. It's still not. As of this recording, it's still not. Um, sleep, get the fuck to work. But, um, whoa, 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 that's, whoa, whoa. Uh, No, no, I don't that's apologize. Okay. No, 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 no. You know, we don't know. We don't know why. You don't know me. It's still that's there. A, and to get, all, to get all, to get all, like, I don't know. It's when um, when people like, complain about George R. R. Martin, right? And like how he hasn't written a book in 10 years. Piece of shit. Yeah, what about him? And it's, it's... I mean, what do it's, I care? What do I care? It's a lot point? of work, right? They, they filmed the last season of the of I know, right? The show, Who cares? So the story's over. I don't even need to read less. the fucking book. I'm whatever. never going to read the books. At Long this hair, point. don't care. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, we aren't owed content. No, I'm teasing. You know, and so like, I'm teasing to be all like, get to work, sleep. I know you're playing. I know, I know. But man. But hopefully, hopefully it's because there are people the who are all like, get to work, sleep, and they're serious, yeah. you know. And listen, fuck you. Yeah. No one owes you shit. <laughs> it's true. We talked about a that fucking book. Too. Nobody owes nobody <laughs> nothing. But you know, but we um like I said, we'll we'll really start to have those discussions and because the biggest thing that I want is to keep doing a show with you, Nick. Yeah. And um, you know, because that to your because like we've you said, got that's a, the fun. We've got a we've got a few things that we need to do. Yeah. We need to get we need to get Mr. Bev in here. Yeah, I, I still haven't figured and, out. And we need to sort of talk that out, and we yeah. need to figure out how to work Skype yeah. and our recording equipment together all at the same time. Yeah, and you're about to get really busy, and it's, you know I'm, yeah, I'm usually start. busy, but we'll we'll make it work, you know, because this is right. just too much fun to just stop. So right. in some way, shape, or form, this show will go on. Right. I mean, it may end up being something where where you make a thing and it, yeah it may not be and, where you're here every week and i show up when they're doing like the main storyline stuff right right 
Right. You know? Yeah. Like the best like the best side character in in like a Final Fantasy series, you know? Yeah. You know, like you've got you've got your your clouds. That's you. Right. You know? But like But we'll figure the it out. The Barretts? That's me. Yeah. You know? But the party rotates. You gotta get Vincent in there. Sure. And Yuffie. Still just nodding my head, like uh, understanding I Final Fantasy Seven. Really? You didn't. That's right. You didn't play video games. Yep. Why can't? Why make video game references when you didn't play video games? I didn't make the video. You made the video game reference. I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're asking yourself that question. Yeah, because like it was a rhetorical question. Nick, that's a great. That's a <laughs> that's a great way to wrap this up. Uh, hey, that's book four, guys. We did it. <laughs> we did it. We, we did it. Yay. So um. So yeah. if you haven't bought the book, buy the fucking book. And buy the merch. Buy a fucking hoodie. Yeah. Buy another hoodie. Because who knows? That first hoodie may get covered in blood and cum. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. That just was a thing that Nick said. So um, if you haven't already, rate and review the show. Um, I feel like I just harped on this an hour ago. That's probably because I did just harp on this an hour ago. But it'll be a week ago by your clocks. Rate and review the show, guys. Just, I mean, I, I, anytime I listen to a podcast and I hear people, I, I just tune that stuff out. And you're probably doing that to me and whatever. That's, that's just that my just desserts because I tune it out when I'm listening to other people say it. Yeah. But help, help us out. Rate and review the show. We actually are starting to gain some traction, and it's really encouraging and exciting. And we want people to um, find the show. We want people to find the books. We want you know people to enjoy the books because yeah, we enjoy the books. Yeah, this audience should grow. And we need attention, guys. I don't think you understand how. I mean, it's like Noah it's, and I are houseplants, and attention is water and sunlight. Exactly, exactly. You need food every what three weeks? You you can't go more than three weeks without food. Three days without water. I can't go three minutes without some kind of attention or affirmation. Right. I need to get a, a like. Yeah, comment, thumbs up, a like, comment, a yeah. review, or I just wither up and die. Yeah, yeah, and blow guys. away. So rate and review the show. We and appreciate tumble it. Tumble along. You can contact us any number of ways. We've got the email. We've got chickenhutpodcast at gmail That's chickenhutpodcast at gmail You can also reach out to us on Twitter at chickenhutpod. Um, you can find the show's page on Facebook at chickenhutpod. Um, or you can check out Nick and I in the Facebook group, the Caverns and Creatures Facebook group, which is run and moderated by uh, the man himself, Robert Bevan. Check out his website, cavernsandcreatures.com. You can Google it. Um, there's some hyphens in there, so don't let that trick you. He's yeah. got a lot of great stuff on his website. Um, buy one of each fucking thing. Nick, you got anything else? I'm done, man. Had a lot of fun today. We, we did some great. good shit we today, We really dude. cranked it out. Yeah, man. And you need a nap. So, yeah, we both need naps. I'm, I'm going to end up just slugging, slugging a bunch of caffeine and running around with a toddler. I ain't your damn mammy, Nick, but I think you should go take a nap, too. I would love to. Hey, guys, it's uh, closing time here at the Chicken Hut. Thanks so much, as always, for joining us. I had a blast today. This show is just so much fun. I can't even tell you guys, and, and we wouldn't be doing it if you weren't here listening. So thanks for being here. Um, join us next time. We will crack open book five. Book five. We were actually just talking. We we're thinking maybe almost maybe four episodes for book five because it's a long one. Yeah, it's a long one, yeah. and, we, and we've really embraced the inner tangent. Yeah, we have know. no interest in going fast. So believe me, cranking out an hour, we could literally crank out an hour without talking about the books once. So I think we almost did that with we, the last episode. Yeah, so I think uh, I think four episodes for book five is is perfectly attainable. Hopefully, it do, it doesn't stretch out to the point where it's like the Hobbit trilogy of movies. But, right. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, come on back next time. If you don't, I will be really really disappointed that's that's not the line see you next time
angry.